Dr. Geneva Speaks. Thank you for tuning in to Dr. Geneva Speaks, where you'll hear amazing leaders from across the nation and around the world. Your host, Dr. Geneva Williams, a cutting-edge, transformational leadership coach, hopes and believes this show will enlighten, entertain, and inspire you to make a difference in the world. So listen up as Dr. Geneva Speaks. Hi there, this is Dr. Geneva, and welcome as we take another look into the heads and hearts of leaders and the greater purpose they inspire in others. The purpose of this podcast is to learn from and be inspired by leaders and their stories about why and how they do what they do. You know, there's an African proverb that says, leadership is best taught by leaders. This show features conversations with leaders from around the world who are CEOs of corporations, presidents of nonprofits, and chief of everything entrepreneurs who are leading their market, their organization, and making a real impact on the community. This show hopefully will ignite your soul and have you look at life and leadership through an entirely different prism. You'll uncover secrets and practical skills to take you to the next level. So listen to these real-life stories that will teach and inspire you to make a difference in yourself, at work, and in your community. I'm bringing you today the entrepreneur's entrepreneur, Cheryl Broussard. She's been called a powerhouse in the world of business and personal finance by leading magazines. She's the creator of Jet Set International, a woman's entrepreneur company and online university dedicated to supporting women entrepreneurs with the tools they need to live in prosperity. She's a best-selling author. In fact, she's written over 13 books selling 250,000 copies worldwide. She speaks all over the world. She's a media personality on CNN and in the Wall Street Journal. She's built an online empire, and now her life's work and passion is to empower women to have a lucrative business that they, in fact, can use to ignite their own prosperity. She wants to grow and transform and educate a community of at least 50,000 female millionaire CEOs over the next three years. You see why I call her the entrepreneur's entrepreneur, and welcome today, Cheryl. Thank you so much, Dr. Geneva. We're delighted to have you here and just so thrilled about all the work uh, that you're doing, uh, best-selling author. You, I, I know you just have wonderful tips for our listening audience, but first we want to learn a little bit about you. So why don't you tell us about um, Cheryl Broussard, and why don't you start with uh, your childhood and growing up, where you grew up and what really started you on your path to where you are today? Well, I have a really great story. I actually started when I was nine years old. 
growing up in Chicago, and I, at the time, I was a very big Barbie doll uh, lover. I wanted everything that had to do with, with the Barbie, clothes, the car. And one day, my mom and I went to Sears, and I wanted this, this little cute outfit that was a dollar. And I ran to my mom, and I said, Mom, can I buy, will you buy this for me? And she told me no. And I said, why? Only a dollar. <laughs> and she said, and she, she said, no, you have to save up your money and, mm-hmm. you know, come back and buy it later on. Mm-hmm. And I thought, it's going to be gone. I won't have it. <laughs> you know, so I remember going home and thinking about how can I get one dollar so I can go and get this little outfit. And so, Dr. Geneva, I just sat in my room and thinking and thinking and thinking. And so one one thing came up was that I love to knit. And, you know, in Chicago, it's very cold. And this was actually during the winter time. And so I said, you know what, maybe I can knit some headbands uh-huh. and sell them for a dollar. Mm-hmm. So I ran to my aunt, who was at home at the time, and I said to her, I said, aunt, her name was Barbara, I said, Auntie Barbara, do you want me to, to knit you a headband? And she said, sure, Cheryl. And I said, well, it's a dollar. And I said, there's just one thing, though. And she said, what is that? I said, you have to give me the dollar right now. <laughs> right up front, huh? Yep, and so she gave me the dollar, and guess what, Dr. Geneva? I went back, and I got that outfit. Mm -hmm. And when I got home, a light bulb went off in my mind, and it said to me, wait a minute, you mean if I want something, I just need to figure out, make it, to make money, and I became a knitting machine. I was selling oh. headbands to uh-huh. the kids on the schoolyard. I had so much money, I was buying are the Barbie clothes, everything you can <laughs> think of. And uh-huh. so that was my entree into becoming an entrepreneur. And I thank my mom every day for that because if she had given me that dollar to go and buy that outfit, I would have never been put on that path. So that was your aha moment. Mm-hmm. That was you. And you know, it's interesting because as we talk to leaders from all different walks of life, they always have some moment or event or there's some person or sometimes it's a combination that started them uh, on the path, like you got started on your path. Um, And then I'm always curious about, okay, so what happened along that path? How did you stay on that path? Or were there some twists and turns and some challenges? Oh, my goodness, yes. Uh, and that is the one thing I will say to anyone who is listening. And, you know, if 
uh, if you are thinking about becoming an entrepreneur or you already are an entrepreneur, you're maybe just beginning, you know, there are twists and turns. And, you know, you it's, a, it's definitely a journey. Uh, and I've had some, you know, great periods and some really bad periods, too. <laughs> uh, and, you know, you just, and you you have to work your way through it. You, you know, you, you don't give up. And I think that's what I would probably say the number one key for real entrepreneurs is that you don't give up. And you, even if you fall down and you go through major challenges, and they could be anywhere from financial to personal challenges, you find a way to work through it. And, you know, that's, I think that's what really helps you to, to stay on top or keep, you know, getting to the top because mm-hmm, you understand mm-hmm. that this is just all part of the journey. Yes, yes, that's, that's so insightful and helpful. I'm, I'm working now with um, a, a group of people who are um, developing a leadership program for young girls, and they're using the sport of figure skating. And figure skating, you know, is a very intense sport, and you do a lot of falling down. And one of the biggest lessons that they they use this whole experience of getting on the ice, uh, keeping your balance, falling down, and then getting back up. And and it's what you're talking about as you talk about entrepreneurs are going to face challenges, but then you got to get back up, or as you say, work your way through it. Can you share with us a a, a challenge? that you had and how you worked your way through it? Absolutely. I can, uh, 2008, or let's go back actually 2007, which is very recent, you know, when everything hit. Um, I, at the time, was doing a lot of consulting to finan- the financial industry. So I had a lot of clients that were banks and insurance companies, and I actually had, I would have to say, probably 90% of my business was um, the financial industry. So you can imagine what happened oh, yeah. when <laughs> the 2008 Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and so I lost all of those clients. And as a matter of fact, one client, uh, the Washington Mutual, actually owed me money, and I never got paid. I never got paid. Mm-hmm. But what I ended up doing, I had to really reevaluate and redo my business at the time. Because I wasn't really wasn't focused too much on entrepreneurship, you know. I had written the book, but my main business was always kind of financial, and mm-hmm. that's why I was a lot of you know workshops and contracts with the banks and finance. And so that was my main business. So I lost all of that. So you can imagine what I was going through, trying to make sure I had money coming in, and I you know living off. So when someone says, you know, um, you know what it feels like to not have money coming in or worry about money, 
Oh, my, yes, I do. <laughs> yes. And so how did you make it through? How, you, I, you know what I, I, I did a lot of things. I had to cut back. I cut back on my expenses, and I mm-hmm. started um, networking with other people and just really thinking about, okay, like what is my new direction I want to go in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then I decided that I really wanted to focus on the entrepreneurship area and really helping women to understand entrepreneurship. So I began learning about online businesses and how do you create them. What you know, So I really just almost kind of went back to, to school in a way where I had to learn, you know, new things. And, and so I believe you just, that is what yeah. really helped me is I went kind of on my own, started learning new things that I needed to um, to get through. I did a lot of networking, um, look, talking to people and, you know, other con- getting other contracts. It it was a it was a scary time. I will not uh, I will not lie. Very scary time. But I I was I made up my mind. I, you know I was not going to go back to work for anyone else. And I said if I have to eat beans and rice and peanut butter sandwiches, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so so you regrouped, you regrouped, you refocused, and and you're yes. right. That must have been. Scary times, and mm-hmm. so so. What do you think, Cheryl, was the biggest lesson you learned through that challenge? And as you said, there there have been many challenges, but mm-hmm. that was probably a biggie during that. Yeah, that was the big, the big one. I had never frame. experienced yeah. anything like that, and I have been in business a very long time. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing that I the lesson I will I learned is never have all your eggs in one basket. Ah, okay. And I had everything tied up in the financial uh, industry. I see. Because if one industry goes under, then you're you're wiped out. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you you diversified what you do. Is is that when you began to uh, write books and... And uh, form your uh, new Jet Set uh, Women business. Yes, Tell us that about is exactly that. That's correct. You, I started yeah, writing how, more books. Yes. On okay. uh, more focus on online and, and entrepreneurship, and just kind of changed um, a little bit of of the who what my message and who I'm targeting. I was targeting all women at that time. So yes, that was a, it was right around that time when um, when I did do a little bit of a shift. Mm-hmm. So Cheryl and we're talking with Cheryl Broussard, who is the entrepreneur's entrepreneur. She's a best-selling author. In fact, has written over thirteen books. She's the creator and founder of Jet Set Girl International. And we're talking about regrouping, uh, facing those challenges, getting back up, which is, you know, almost the dail- certainly a daily menu for uh, entrepreneurs. Anyone who's in business has had those ups and downs and twists and turns. But we're talking about how do you get through it? 
And Cheryl just shared with us uh, a key, I thought, a key tip, and that is diversify. Don't have all your eggs in one basket. Now, Cheryl, as you talk about diversifying, um, it seems to me as you talk about how you went and started some other things that they were all related. And so perhaps it's it's not too difficult to diversify, particularly if you're staying in the in the same uh, lane and, and and taking on similar businesses. Is do I have that right, or do you just yeah. go and just do something completely right. different? Yeah, it's a little. It's it would take you. It would have taken me longer if I had to shift and go into a whole total, you know, new business. You know, like let's say for example, I decided to um, let's say open up a restaurant, which you know I don't know anything about opening up a restaurant. So, right, you know what I mean. You want to try to yes. stay within yes. the area of your. Okay, but just okay. diversify okay. a little bit, so you so you're not having everything one particular company that you know you don't want to have like um, a, one client who who you know ha- takes or gives most of your revenue for your business. You know you don't mm-hmm. want that because if that company mm-hmm. goes under, then a gear you are. It's the same, almost like with me. You would have would have lost all of your revenue at one time. Yeah. But you know, Dr. Geneva, imagine who would have ever thought though that all the banks would have had a challenge. So it was definitely something that was not normal. You know, and I think I think that was uh that was what was so, that was what was so shocking because how can every, you know, you figure, okay, one bank might go under, but then there were all the banks, all the insurance companies were struggling. And I think uh, it, it it was a, a brand new world for any of us. And it was, yeah. and I think that's why it took so many of us by surprise. So tell us, uh, Cheryl, so one of the, the things that you started uh, new uh, was the uh, Jet Set Girl International. Tell us about that. And then I understand you're getting ready to start a university. That's an online yes. university, I so think. Exciting. So you got to oh, you got to tell us about that. <laughs> yes. Well, one of the challenges that I begin to see uh, with online businesses was that there were so many mi- uh, moving parts and there scattered everywhere. And so if someone wanted to learn about how do you start a business, particularly one that's online, what I found was that you it was very difficult to get the correct resources to be able to figure out how to do it. And so you might be um and you know the internet is just so full of information. It's just in fact too much information. And so people are very confused. They don't know where to go or really who are the right people to talk to to really get advice from. Because everyone now says that they are expert in in something. And so how do you know that person is really an ex, honestly? 
So I, you know, thought about this, Dr. Geneva, and one thing about me is when I think about a business, and I think this is what I all, anyone here who's listening who is thinking about starting a business or even has a business right now and may want to make some changes, the thing you always want to look at is where is there a problem? Who's What's really going on, and where can you fill in that gap, or where can you mm-hmm. provide that solution? Mm-hmm. And so I saw that this was a problem because so many people were having trouble with um, starting this, this business, these businesses online, and, and really any business, because they were trying to get information and you Google, you know, something, and it will come up with, you know, a gazillion pages. And I thought, you know what, there needs to be a one destination where people can go and get all the information on how to start their business, how to set up their business foundation, should I incorporate, there should course on how to use Facebook for your business, a course on health, a course on everything for women entrepreneurs. And Fantastic. so that's what I decided to create, a one location where it's like a community of women because there's more to it than just the courses. You'll get to have retreats and there's workshops and um, it's just it'll be a whole community where you learn and also network and be a supportive um, to other entrepreneurs, which I think is really needed with women. We don't support each other enough. We want to, we need to be each other's cheerleaders. Yes, and so this online, so you can go right online and learn all kinds of tools, techniques, tips. Mm-hmm. For starting your business now, is this on live now, Cheryl? No, but we will be soon. Okay. Um, well, tell us what we can look to. I would say within the next uh, couple of weeks. We're um, okay. So we're talking about May. I can let you know when it's going to be live. Absolutely. So you're targeting May 2017. Yes. Everything okay. Everything will be ready to go. Oh, fantastic. And so you're addressing directly the problem of uh, folk, particularly women, mm-hmm. not knowing where to go, how to start a business. And yes. this is like a one-stop, go-to place uh, mm-hmm. for um, entrepreneurs, particularly female entrepreneurs, uh, to go to. Yes, particularly for female. And I'm sure we'll have some men who might want to join. Uh-huh. And, you know, of course, they That's can if they want to. But my yeah, major so you know. focus has always mm-hmm. been women. I just love okay. empowering women. You know, that's just mm-hmm. I think that's part of my mission in life is yes. to empower, empower women. It's, I love men, too, so don't get me wrong. <laughs> now, we all do. Now we all do. Yes. And so, but I'm hearing your target audience is for women. Now you know. Now, now, why is that? 
why, I mean, I understand that you really want to reach out and help women. Do you feel that uh, women entrepreneurs or women who want to become entrepreneurs, do they face uh, special or uh, different challenges than men who uh, want to start their own business? Oh, my goodness, yes. We do not, women don't have access to the capital that uh, men do. We do not have the old boys network that men do because I, you know, I've come because I came from a male-dominated industry, which is Wall Street, because my, I didn't even go into my background. I actually became a stockbroker and a financial advisor for many years, and then I had my own money management firm where we managed a little over $75 million. And um, I had that, so it was a very male-dominated environment that I worked in. And that's when I saw the difference between how women were treated, especially in the financial industry, and how men were treated. The, the women were treated as if um, they didn't know anything, they were lied to. Uh, I mean, I, I can remember Dr. Geneva talking to some of my male colleagues in the office, and I would say, if I could overhear what they were telling their female clients, because we, the, the walls were so thin. And I remember saying to one guy, I said, his name was Ian, and I said, Ian, how do you sleep at night? Because you know you just lied to your client regarding this <laughs> oh, investment. Uh-huh. And and you know what? They they just kind of like, well, whatever. And I thought, oh, my God. that's That was when I knew that my mission was to help women and empower women mm-hmm. because I felt that women were really um, getting the short end of the stick, I guess you could say. And just, okay. you know, I just you could see they were not they were lied to and and they didn't know any better and they, and it seems like you're saying also that you know particularly with things like access to capital that mm-hmm. oftentimes uh um women who want to be entrepreneurs or who are entrepreneurs um have extra struggles uh to get capital extra. Uh, access to money to find out to get the kind of networking that's uh, required, et cetera. So your online university for female entrepreneurs, you uh, have courses that address these kinds of issues and other issues. And that's what I'm hearing you telling us now, that this one-stop place to shop for information on how to be an entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur, you're getting ready to launch in May, and that is exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. And it's not just the courses, which I was saying earlier. We're going to create our our girls' network. So we Ah. work with each other. Because Uh just think about this, Dr. Geneva. So you're in my community with me. And I find out that this company needs your services. I'm going to yes. reach out to you and say, Dr. Geneva, mm-hmm. I just heard about XYZ Company. They're looking for a speaker on leadership. I thought you would be the perfect person 
I'm going to refer them to you, boom. See, and that's what men do all the yes. time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll for be... them to just refer, oh, hey, Bob, I just found out about Joel over here. He's looking for a contractor. I thought about you. So give him a call. I told him about you, blah, blah, blah. See, we don't do that as women. Mm-hmm. And that's, so this that's all... the only way yeah. we are going to master this entrepreneurship game when we start I love that. it. I love it. And and this online community, you know, is just uh, so important to have, Cheryl. Well, Cheryl, in our last few moments, well, really a couple of, about a minute, uh, tell us, you know, at the end of the day, what do you want your leadership legacy to be? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think I want my legacy to say that I empowered women and families because mm-hmm. because when women you and empower families. a woman, yes. you empower the whole family, because, Ooh, and it helps the wonderful. males and the children. It helps everyone in the family. And I think that's I why it. I really focused on women so much because it's a family affair, Mm. And when you do that, and that's really what all I want to do. I just want to empower so we understand what who we are, and we we don't feel that we don't have power in this country. Uh, I mean, I think that's if you look around fabulous. the world today, people feel like they have no type of power. Yeah. You know, now, Cheryl, like, I want to just Cheryl, I just want to end end with. That wonderful thing you're saying about empowering women empowers families. Thank you so much, Cheryl Broussard, for being with us. And you're go- we're going to have to have you come back because we want to hear more about your online community starting in May 2017. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Thank you, Dr. Geneva, for having me. Thanks for tuning in to Dr. Geneva Speaks. Dr. Geneva Williams, an expert facilitator and leadership coach, lecturer, and keynote speaker. For more information on Dr. Geneva, visit her online at www.drgenevaspeaks.com. That's drgenevaspeaks.com.